She Said, He Said is sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. Our show is recorded each week at Creative Space Place Studios in Hobart, Indiana. You're listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge, a potpourri of everything that has to do with relationships and the baggage that comes with it, because there's a lot to unpack. Welcome to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davidge. I'm Karen, and this is Jerry. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to see you again if you've been watching or listening to our podcast. This is your first time? Nice to meet you. Welcome. Welcome to our little studio here at Space Place in downtown Hobart. Oh, it's quite lovely. And so on today's show, it is summertime. It's just the beginning of summer. School is just let out. Your kids have, you know, they're starting their summer vacation. They come home, they dump out their backpacks. (sighs) Poof. And then paste, chalk. Yeah, they're all excited. The big drive from their way home. And now they're home and now what? Yeah, now what? What do I do if with these kids? you're a parent kids. of kids of, of many ages, too, it's not just like five-year-old, six-year-old. It could be teenagers as well. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's what do you do now? Yeah, I always had, you Anxiety? Know, anxiety. Really? I sure did. Well, my kids, they didn't play summer sports. And they didn't go to, like, so they look at band you. camp. Or Mom, they what didn't are we go to do, space Mom? camp. You know, like, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? So it was just a lot of calling for, can Sarah come over? Oh, play dates. Yeah, or play can dates. your kids come over and play with my kids, please? Right. So if you're, you going know, I just this. hated doing that. But you know, you got to do that. You got to do it. Do what that, are we right? gonna do? We're here to help. On she said, he said. Yeah, do some ideas. We show, have some for you. We have some ideas, some tangible ideas, not just from us. They're from an organization called What to Do with the Kids. <laughs> Since 2001. <laughs> Says it right there in the title. Since 2001, what to do with the kids has been providing adults with advice on what they can do with their kids, especially throughout the summer. And we pulled it up, thought we'd share some with you, because I'm thinking of writing a column about this as well, because parents, at some point, they're just going to get desperate. Yes. Like, maybe they're good the first week. We're going to do this. We're going to go on vacation. We'll do that. Oh, but right. As yeah. the summer lingers and this... And as she said, he said, this episode gets released in a week or two or so. Mm-hmm. People are going to be going, oh, my God, really? Yeah. What do we, we do with these yeah, kids? Yeah, because not everyone is going to a big summer vacation. Or know. a boarding school or like, summer. Or like, no, they're not like, I'm not going to go to Spain or I'm not going to go to the Grand Canyon or I'm not going to no, go to Disneyland. You're just going to be home. home. And what are we going to do? Exactly. Here's some stuff you can do according to what to do with your damn kids. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I threw that in. Uh, first and foremost, it says go to the beach. Oh, you can never go wrong go the with the beach. Everybody loves going to the beach. Everybody. No, I didn't. Really? No, just some fat little kid. I hated the beach. Didn't and like you it. lived by the beach. I lived right by the beach, yeah. Wow. Didn't work out well for me. But really? No, I didn't like the beach when I was a kid. Okay, but let's... Fa- okay, most people like the beach. Cheap, let's right, fast forward oh, to when boy. you were a young dad. Yeah. Oh, no, I loved the beach as a young dad. And yeah. why did so, you love the beach when you were a young dad? Because you could let the kids just run free. Do yes. whatever you want, so to speak. I yes. loved it. We'd go to West Beach. We'd go to local beaches, mm-hmm. Portage beaches. Let the kids run around. You just make a camp, a little yes. encampment. Yeah, I love making the camp. You bring camp. your cooler. You bring your stuff. You put weights on all the four corners. You bring yep. your chair. You haul your stuff. Karen looks like a pack mule. Well, you got to bring all the, car, you got to bring the umbrella, you got to bring the chairs, the you got to bring the bags. Sandals, sunscreen. Most important is sunscreen. sunscreen. So either way, yeah, I liked it as a young dad. We'd go there, bring all this stuff, and then just kids play. At least a couple hours, and they got tired and hot, oh, yeah. overheated, whiny, then you come home. But according to the group, it says it may seem like a trouble, but not if you keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Beach towel, beach toys, lots of sunscreens, all you really need. That's it, a good absolutely. Point, isn't it? And watch your kids, too, because you got to respect the lake. Got to respect the water. Here comes the lecture. 
No, I know. It's, it's not a bathtub. I've, I've written this. It, Lake Michigan is not a bathtub. It is not. It is not. It's Michigan. not a swimming pool. Yeah. You got to respect that undertow. It'll suck you right in. Suck you right in. <laughs> Number one, go to the beach. Number yes. two, mini golf. I was surprised by mini this. Mini golf. Yeah, which yeah. I love miniature golf. Putt putt. I love everything about it. That's fun. I love the it's experience. Colorful. It's colorful. I mean, it, it gets competitive with me. I'm kind of cutthroat with uh, with miniature golf. Well, I don't. I don't golf. You know, like. Yeah. Real golf. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. So miniature golf is what I can do competitively, and it's mm-hmm. fun to do. And then you, know, you take, take scores, right? And you yeah. can bet. We used to bet like a dollar a hole, five bucks for the game. And you can, if, you, if your ball goes off the course, it's an extra buck. I just love doing all that stuff. And yeah. Can I be a, a, a Debbie Downer? Oh, what's wrong with mini golf? Nothing is wrong with mini golf, except. When everybody goes Stop. mini golfing, oh, it does and then get you gotta crowded. wait. Your you turn gotta wait. That is a drag. Putt. Yeah, that is a that, drag. That's a bummer. Okay, okay. So maybe it shouldn't be Can too I have on a the funny list story. about putt putt. Yeah, well, it's not really about putt putt. But oh. one year, my friend Stacey and I went to uh, miniature golf back in the eighties. It was the eighties. Wait, you were like a teenager. Yeah, I was a okay, teenager, okay, and we okay. went there back. When Zaire Island was called Wright's Barnyards, that's how far wow, back we go. Wow, I remember that name. Yeah, and we were behind a couple on their first date, and it was the cutest, most adorable thing. Oh, that's nice. Because whenever he'd ask her a cute question, Stace and I would look at each other like, "Aw, so cute." So I always remember that. It's a good if you can't if you don't want to take your kids there, go take on your a date, date there. Yeah, yeah. putt putt's a fun date. It is. It's innocent and fun. It is. Except yeah. if you're with somebody who's really, really competitive. She's talking about me because we went out once and when we first got together, we played air hockey. Yeah. And I didn't know she wasn't competitive. I'm she's not going, competitive at all. She's just going click, 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 and I'm like killing it. You know? You're like you're going down. Yeah. yeah. Well, Where? All right. <laughs> Air hockey's not on the list, by the way. Number three, bowling. bowling. You like taking kids bowling in the summer? Yeah. Is that is good reprieve for the air conditioning, if anything. Oh, yeah. You got a and hot if it's day, a rainy day. Yeah, any kind of bad weather, go bowling. Otherwise. And get bumpers on those lanes so oh, everyone's get, a winner. They all get bumpers, don't they? Not always. You Most have bowling ask. alleys have lanes with bumpers. Even, even no, you have to specially ask, and I have bumpers of course. on the lanes. Well, they go up automatically now. Right? They just. Well, up. I know, but you have to ask the No, guy. I know that. Yeah. yeah, you just can't do it. You just can't <laughs> like self-activate something, right? <laughs> Number four, play catch, which really surprised me on this list. That just seems very it um, does. basic. It does. It's the one thing that movies like to use as the only activity Dad never did with the hero of the story, but it doesn't have to be forced or organized. It can be spontaneous. Just play a football, a beach ball, tennis ball. Oh, yeah. Or my favorite catch. Frisbee. Frisbee. I'll play Frisbee. Me and a dog. We can be there. <laughs> For three hours, and we'll both chase the frisbee back and forth. I don't. I'll even catch it in my mouth if I have to. I love playing frisbee. So another story about playing catch. One day when my kids were small, and Jerry says, "Oh, okay, well, let's play like a th- four-way catch or something." Of course, yeah. Bob and Sarah fought, and then we didn't do it anymore. Yeah. So sometimes our catch lasted about fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. maybe twelve. Sarah said something that Bob was doing that was unfair, and that was it. Was it. off, gone. You've probably done that if you're a parent. You oh, yeah. have the you, best ideas, oh, best ideals, yes. best plans. You do things with kids and then just but one kid gets that's a it. little bit more of something and now it's unfair yeah so yeah. don't play catch though no no do play catch 
Okay. With a Frisbee. How about explore your city? A lot of people grew up in a city and never take the state sites seriously. I mean, we kind of forget what we have in yes. Northwest Indiana. We really forget. Oh, we have a lot of So the summer things. gives parents a good opportunity to get your kids out and show them things that you thought they knew or you knew, but you really don't. Yeah. Like even Lake Michigan, for instance, for oh, us. Oh, and the trails. And the dunes. Gorgeous. Get them yeah. on the dunes, that kind of There's a lot of things in Northwest Indiana, which we'll have on a future show of what you can do. Stuff that you don't know about in Northwest Indiana you should yeah. know about. Yeah, you know what's too bad? And I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I but will. That's what we do here it's too bad they don't have the dillinger museum anymore oh yeah they used to have it in the old in the indiana welcome center and that on was kennedy the... avenue in hammond right and I then it moved it to crown one. point downtown crown point mm-hmm. in the bottom like in the jail part yeah or whatever, that right? was cool too karen loved that too and uh, now nothing it's gone i know it's a yeah, shame but that shame. was a hidden treasure yeah uh, and kids place. would like that too you took the kids there right took the kids there a yeah. lot she took me there too i yeah. did yeah. anybody that anybody should take i took anybody sure. i love to the dillinger museum so you may not be able to go to the dillinger museum no. but you can always take tours um, of the jail that dillinger escaped from no, no, no. No, no, no. It, don't listen to him. Oh no. Boy. Shush. Shush. Oh boy. No, no. It's very interesting. Very it's the interesting. actual jail where he escaped from. Yeah. And then at night, during like the Halloween season, they open it up for ghost tours. We did do that. That was fun. Biking. 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 Love, that's yes. great exercise. Yeah, usually kids will do it naturally, but getting together with parents and kids and I know we have a couple of friends who are just starting to bike with their kids these days mm-hmm. and I think it's really cool adventures do to do because you go on the bike trails there's trails all over they're oh, expanding it in northwest Indiana we have Indiana. the best trails and, in this region and we do love our bike trails so we, we would do. highly suggest get a kid out there yeah you could and they're safe they, yeah, that's, that's the great the thing, thing about the bike trails they're safe you don't have to worry about cars generally yeah, there generally. are crossings. But there are yeah. crossings, but, yeah. but for the most part, yeah, it's just safe. Go. They're Whatever flat community and they're in. beautiful. So there you go. Yeah, get the kids out and bike. It's a mm-hmm. fun thing to do. Plus, it's not as exerting. No, uh, as you go walk some. Oh, by the by the way, we did see a family going on a bike ride, and they went too far out. And the kid was having none of it to get back. This was last week. And he was having none of it to get back with the family. No, he would just stop there. Yep. I'm not going any further. What do you do then? You got to get back somehow. You can't yeah. carry the bike. So don't go too far out. That's our advice. Yes. Bike with the kid. Just go a little distance. Don't, you know. Yeah, don't go from like Crown Point to East Chicago. And go, we'll come back. No. We've done that. You won't come back. Yeah. The kids won't like it. Swimming. Oh, I love swimming. She's a water person. I'm I not. I love swimming. I'm swimming is the best. Of swimming. Swimming. Scared of water. Generally. You know, th- you just add water I've and everyone's drowned. happy. I tell you what. What? I almost drowned. I said, but. Would you like to share that story with us? We went to the pub pool. Pub pool in Crown Point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, you know, public pool. And I don't do public pools too often anyway. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I went in the water. Karen's like flipper. You know, she's like, just. Flipper. Yeah, flipper. flipper. She just loves to swim. She's (laughs) she's really good at it. I'm not at all. I'm always paranoid and frantic that I'm not going to survive. But I went in the water. I'm splashing around like, you know, like like the kids kind of stuff. And. And they have those little floaties on top that divides the water, right? Yeah, from There's, the deep end to the shallow. Yeah, exactly. So I got on the, and I just held on to the floaty going, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then for, at some point, I could not feel the bottom, and I just thought it was still there. I thought it was still in the four-foot or five-foot section, and I was in the eight or the nine. Yeah. And I went under. Oh. And I could not feel that floaty thing, and I don't swim well, and I panicked. So, of course, I immediately... Bobbed up and, yes, sh- and yes. looked for my savior, my rescuer, my flipper. She's going to save my life in the pool. She did not see me. No. I was frantically <laughs> splashing around looking for someone. Lifeguard Anybody. The lifeguard was some kid. He thought I'm doing fine because I'm just some adult, right? Yeah. I'm not. I wasn't fine at all. 
So that was like an experience like, oh, my God. We'll always remember Hub Pool. Yeah, and I'll never go past that little floaty thing, no. past the eight or yeah. nine for whatever it might so be. So whenever – and one of the things I love to do, and you may find this very strange, but I do love public pools. Like I love the Hobart Pool, the Couts Pool, the Lake Station Pool. I don't care. I love the Munster Pool. I do love public pools. It's something like from my childhood. And so if you ever see us at a public pool, you'll see Jerry hanging out in the kitty section. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Just sitting and trying reading. to throw a frisbee at some kid that'll throw it back <laughs> right. to him or a dog. <laughs> I know I'm not in the water very often. Yes, yeah, so true. true. Also, uh, this reminds us to bring pool noodles, boogie boards, beach balls, and life jackets if needed. You know, the big thing I see now are those huge um, floaty rafts in the shape of unicorns. Oh or yeah, pineapple. they're massive too. They're massive. I need two of those, please. And, and two life jackets. You know, they, they tell you when you go to, let's get back to the beach, like don't bring those to the beach because... Oh, they'll would, sail away to Chicago. Yeah, you'll right? wind up on Montrose Beach, yeah. you know. and No, they're for pools only. They're for, yeah, Public pools. pools. Public pools. Somewhere. Or for me, a backyard pool. <laughs> Can't get too far. <laughs> yeah. Can't get too deep. We don't <laughs> get too far. little kitty pools. That's me. Yes. Feet over hanging. Okay, so... Doing something is one backyard party. Mm. Why not host a party just for the heck of it? Make up a reason. Invite some kids over. Invite some families if you want. You could have a. It says inter, so you could celebrate International Pickle Day. <laughs> Don't I, invite me to that one. <laughs> she doesn't like pickles. No. Doesn't have to be fancy, organized. Just get a bunch of people together and hang out and bring the kids. I think our neighbors do that. And kids look forward to that. It's a big deal. Yeah. And you can have a whole day s- sectioned off. And the yeah, good thing that's about. Fun. Doing things with kids is if you tell them in advance, they look forward to it. Now they're going to drive you crazy. Oh yeah, is leading it, is up it to time? it. Can we go? Can we do it? But is they it also time? look excited, look excited for it. And, yes, that's and waiting very for true. it. And that's a factor like a vacation. You, you not only experience a vacation, you experience leading up to the vacation. Mm-hmm. The same anticipation. Thing with, exactly. So the anticipation for kids. Same thing with the summer stuff. Just yeah, make a little get, calendar. Make a little party. Hang a calendar in yeah. your house. Say we're going to do this on this Sunday and this on that Thursday and this and that and that, and they can look forward to it. Like They'll circle it and look forward to like it. Like if your child has a winter birthday. And you could always have a half birthday party for them in the yeah, backyard, right. you know, something like that. Winter birthday parties, what a drag! Mm. Now here's one I don't really agree with. It's called fly a kite. Number yeah, twelve, I, I think, at number ten. I've never fly flown a kite. A kite. That, how, that's a oh, that's horrible. Usually you give it a go. The wind, if it may be there, then the kids board after like three and a half minutes. The kite yeah. goes up, boom, spirals down, hits, breaks. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the whole fly a kite thing, but this is what the organization suggests. So if you want to try to fly a kite, yeah. then go fly a kite. Mm-hmm. Go fly a kite. But I don't think it's going to work. Campfire. Oh, my gosh, yes. Really? I don't put campfires together, but I like when somebody has it already done. Yes. You just walk in. They got and a campfire there it is. going. Got Here, some marshmallows. Have some marshmallows. Yes. Have a stick. Mm-hmm. You want to make a s'more? Yeah, I'd love that. That'd be great. Our neighbors do that. They have a fire. Yeah. We've, so we've been known to infiltrate you, you their You've got to have the right people in your life to pull the stuff off. You yeah. have to have neighbors and friends and family because we don't do anything. We're really lazy. Yeah, and lame. But you know what's the worst <laughs> part skilled. about a campfire is that you get the smoke like kind of blowing up in your face and you try to go to the opposite side of the camp. Oh, it's following you. <laughs> But other than that, they're fun. It makes you smell good, though. Here's oh, what I like. Yes. Sidewalk and driveway chalk drawings. Yes, That's something I enjoy because I've lot. always enjoyed drawing since I was a kid. I got into the business I'm in now because of cartooning. So mm-hmm. that's just fun to do. And every kid loves to draw. Even if they can't draw, yeah. they like to pretend. Or they can make messages. Yeah, they could do doodles. They could do whatever. So mm-hmm. get a bunch of that big sidewalk chalk. Keep it in the garage all summer yes. long, and kids can go out there, and then the rain will wash it away. You can have a new, Start again. They have a new blank canvas every day. That's a great so, idea. So try that all the time. Also, a photo essay. 
photo essay is just a fancy way to get kids to take photos with their phones if they have phones, oh. and you can judge it and put a gallery together. I like that. I idea. did too. I never thought of that. And of course, when you're when we were younger, we couldn't do it with our cameras. It was way too expensive. And then you go to the photo mat and try to get it developed. It was you get one good photo out of like thirty five. Isn't that submit the worst? It. That was the worst. Yeah, we're dating ourselves. Ah. There. How about uh, outdoor movie? I was thinking of uh, my niece and her husband, Carly and Brent. They had an outdoor movie for their son, Elliot, and mm-hmm. it was delightful. It was the best. They had a screen. They had the movie. They had a little popcorn thing. They had a little tiny little, little blow-up chairs for the kids. Yeah. They had, because it, their, the theme was like drive-in movie, and the movie was Toy Story. Can't get any better than that. And they, they just stuck to their theme, the like, little wrapped-up hamburgers, little wrapped-up hot dog, popcorn, and yeah, so, candy. So pick it a favorite so movie, fun. pick a winner, or pick a new one, or pick both, have a double feature. Mm-hmm. And even if the kids get bored halfway in, which they'll probably do, yeah. you just start up a new movie. Yeah. And they get just as excited, sit down, the movie's going to start, yes, that kind of thing, that's right? that's so much fun. Yeah, you could pick a night, let it kind of go into the evening. So. Which, I know, I don't think it's on there, but also a drive-in movie. They oh have the 49er in Valparaiso. Karen loves a drive-in movie. I movies. love a good drive-in movie. I love it. I used to take my kids all the time. At the 49er? At the 49er. And they loved it. We loved it. We didn't stay for the... I think you get three movies you for the do. price of one. You do. You can get there early and stay Oh, all yeah. Night and it's long. really a cool party if you get there early enough Go to see people. Go down to the concessions. It's like, um, right? let's all... Let's all, oh, soon. Sure, it'll come out later. It'll come out later at the end of the, the show. The concession stand. That's um, a fun thing to do, though. See, yeah. Then you honk the horns. Me. Oh, right? yeah, they have this song where you're supposed you to honk the, the horns. horns. And then they have this PSA to save all the uh, uh, drive-in movie theaters in America. And it's kind of sad it is and spooky. Sad. Drive-in but like, theaters are kind of sad. Yeah, they said, we make our money by concession, so please Eat a hot dog, get some popcorn. Get some, yeah, get these alien yeah. head glow-in-the-dark lollipops which i buy my kids oh i know the song now it's what? like let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby get ourselves our a snack oh <laughs> snack. <laughs> nice <laughs> that was a little pitchy she does but... voiceover <laughs> promos obviously <laughs> But anyway, no, the drive-in is fun, and then you can, sit and you, can you can bring your own snacks. You just set up this great big bed I've in the back of your car. I've never been to a drive-in movie theater that looked nice. They all look pretty beat up and crap. Oh, no, the 49ers, very nice. Is it very nice? Yeah. Oh, how about the old, remember the old Y&W? And yeah, Maribel? I remember the old Y&W. That was, also, that was the first one I ever saw. I saw um, Patton. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> I know. That's how old that laugh, guffaw, gasp was that Karen just did. I went with... I had these friends. The I didn't see the real Pat. It was the movie. Pat. No, I know oh, that. Okay. 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 I know. I went to. Um, okay, this just says the era that we America were loves a winner, and, and so they won't tolerate a loser. My, I went with um, my friend Amy and her friend and her family, and um, so they had this great big van. Everybody had a van, and so this is how we lived in the seventies. So. Their parents let us sit on top of the van and watch the movie. That is super cool. <laughs> it's like nothing. No safety hazards. Nothing. On top of a just, big old van. You'll you have be these fine. kids who were, were like five, six, seven, were just watching the Apple Dumpling Gang or whatever dumb movie we were. What were the parents doing inside the van? I don't know. <laughs> Smoking grass. <laughs> I think so. They're probably getting high. Kids are fine. We're yeah, good. that was Have like we sat on the top of the. Can you imagine? It was the seventies. Or wait, it was 70s. the eighties? No, it was the seventies. It was the seventies. Yeah. Don't mock me for seeing Patton in the eighties. I was just a kid. That was the, was that the seventies? Sixties, I guess. I don't know when it we'll was. We'll Google it. We'll figure it out. But George C. Scott won the Academy Award for that movie, and he didn't show up to. To get his award. There, there you, you go. go. A trivia here on She Said, He Said. Mm. Uh, one last one. We'll finish this up. Water slide. Water slide. 
Um, if, which you, is, if you can't go to a water park, get a water slide. Well, you know, everybody had a slip and water slide. slip and slide yeah. when you were a kid. You the sprinkler thing. Just add water to a yard and have fun. There's a house in Hobart that we pass every year on 4th of July. Oh. And they have a hill. If you and they know do what this, I'm talking they about. They do this long slip and slide. We see it every time we go into Hobart for whatever reason. And every time Karen says, a kid's going to die. Because they're going to slide, gonna, they're right, gonna into slide right into traffic. They're going to slide right into Cleveland And they never Avenue. do. Not once. Haven't hasn't happened once, obviously. Some kid's going to get some inertia under his body and shoom, right into traffic. No. Sometimes, Every year I say that. Sometimes she could really be a Karen. Yeah. One thing about these water slides, oh, and yeah. there's another thing. I'm such a Debbie Downer. I am so sorry, folks, but I do mean well, but I'm just like a PSA for everybody. When you buy these water slides and these little backyard water um pools and fountains yeah. and things what? like Do that. What? Never believe the the box cover. It makes it seem like they're huge. Oh, they're not. Oh, you they're bring it very out, it's like small. four feet long or yeah, something? Yeah, when oh, you buy these little inflatable pools, inflatable bounce houses and stuff, and it looks like they're just false average. They're huge. They're like they're 50 feet tall. They're not. And they're not. They're not. And the slide's like four feet, and an adult can just go to the end and it gets stuck in the grass and fall over. I've done that. I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with your kids is based on the 2001 self-published book by a Brian Presley. 2001, that's 22 years old. It doesn't matter. That's all timeless. It's based You're on the right. book. It's based on the book is what it is. You're right. So it's based on a self-published book. Either way, he was a camp counselor, youth worker, program director. If you want to check it out, you can go on social media, Facebook to what to do with kids or Instagram or Twitter. Check it out. It's kind of good ideas and you could use them anytime you want mm-hmm. through the rest of the summer. And these are all very inexpensive ideas too. To get rid of the kids and go, go back to school, to the best babysitter in the world. What's the best babysitter in the world? School. School. Next up on She Said, He Said, I wrote a column recently that got a lot of reader responses, a lot of traction, Mm -hmm. and a lot of from people who I didn't expect to hear from. I thought they were going to complain to me is my point. Really? Well, yeah. Like, who were you to give advice? I I did a column that giving advice to graduates, graduates from high school or graduates from college. doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you're 18 or 22. Just some general advice that I learned glean, so to speak, through yeah. the years. And I wish somebody would have told me this at that age. Mm-hmm. And of course, nobody did. And that's why my life turned out like it did. But either way, uh, it all got prompted by Karen and I were going for a bike ride in Valparaiso High School parking lot. Mm-hmm. And we saw quite a few parking spaces with chalk drawings, which yeah. we just mentioned earlier on the they show. They let some of the seniors decorate their parking spaces. Before and they, they were left. quite clever, quite creative, and very funny. Yeah, and artistic as well. Yes. One said, for instance, where'd all the time go? Right. Which I love that for an 18-year-old to say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready to sp- spread my wings and fly. Yes. Long story short, I survived. Mm-hmm. And later dudes. And it was the it was a Crush from Finding Nemo. Oh, right, mm-hmm. right. So they yes. all had themes, too. Yes. We were very impressed by it. So what I did is I created in a column some of these billboards because it was about parking spaces. I used the theme of driving and yes, parking, getting a free space in life like a Monopoly board. Yes, because I view very, very creative. I view adolescence in a way as a free parking spot for, mm-hmm. for people. I mean, a lot of we give teens and give them, give them, give them, give them, yes. and then they just forget that we do all this stuff for teenagers, you know? Oh, so yeah. it's their free space in life, and they don't realize it until they're off that free space, and they got to, like, get stuff done, yeah. and they got to start paying and doing things and adulting and then they realize oh you know i was in a free space for the last four years and they didn't even know it so one of the billboards was your youth is your superpower use this superpower to your advantage you have decades ahead of you statistically speaking Mm -hmm. and you have no idea how young these kids have no idea how young they really actually are Mm -hmm. i mean we talked to um you know karen's daughter my stepdaughter sarah she's Mm -hmm. 21 now her son is 23 bob especially 
No, 24. He just turned 24 in May, right? Mm -hmm. He just thinks he's so older because he's almost a quarter century old. And Mm -hmm. I work with some people at work, and they're in their early 20s, and they do think they're certain old enough. But in the bigger picture, they're they're so young, and they don't realize that. And I try to convey to them repeatedly how young you are, and the best advantage you have in life is your time. Yes. Is your youth. You have decades. They have decades ahead of them. Literally decades, you know, like I said, statistically speaking. Can't guarantee anything, kids. But you should be living more decades. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind and do things. And all, what I suggested is also don't don't waste your time. Like show up, listen up, shut up. Those yes. are my three words. Sometimes kids don't. They just they don't listen. They talk too much and they don't show up. So listen up, shut up, show up. Mm-hmm. That was the first billboard. Second billboard is go away from wherever you were raised. I mean, I wish somebody, I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was in a family business. Then I got married young. I had two kids. I didn't go anywhere. I just, I would just hunker down. But go away and see the world, see things, and then come back if you want to, mm-hmm. right? right? You can see anything. Go to college, go for a travel trip, uh, do a road trip, do a backpacking thing with friends. Go anywhere. Just yeah. leave wherever you're at, mm-hmm. go away. And then come back, check it out with a new set of eyes, fresh eyes. And if you still want to stick around, then you're not, you don't feel stuck the rest of your life. Exactly. Like the Godfather draws you in. Mm-hmm. That's my oh, second billboard. Also, next billboard, escape from the echo chambers of like-minded opinions. It's yes. so easy to do. You get stuck with certain groups and cliques. I know people our age who are still in the same cliques in a way in mm-hmm. their head. And they gravitate toward those same cliques they had in high school. Yeah. And that's oh, God. startling so and sad right. and interesting. And they haven't left that dynamic. No. They can't do it. They act the same. It's like kids at a kindergarten table mm-hmm. for lunch hour or something. And yeah. they haven't left that mentality. It's it just hasn't exhausting. left them. So you, you probably have maybe friends or coworkers who are like that too. So I'm telling kids today, like, leave those echo chambers, leave those clicks, leave all that. Just cut the tie. It's okay. You don't have to have your high school history attached to you, you could always revisit it. You could bring it back and go to your reunions at 10-year, 20-year, 30-year. This week, I talked to a guy who's having a 50-year anniversary for Valpo High School. It's the first Valpo High School at, I think, at the new school, I think, something like that. Okay. But that's a long time, right? So when you're younger, you got to think bigger. Yes. Don't think so small. Also, don't claim to be different and free-spirited and individualistic, and then you copy exactly what your friends and peers are doing. Yeah. That happens to all of us. We all it got does. stuck in that trap as teenagers. Of course. We think we're cool and this and that, and we're just exactly, exactly alike. exactly like everybody else. And sometimes we pass kids and, and interact with them, and we, and we look and we go, wow, wow, I didn't even notice it when I was doing it. Yeah. I mean, I was just, just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I want to fit in, but then I claim to be individualistic and different. Yeah. Right? Is that, is that unfair so of us like to say? That's a conundrum, isn't sounds, it? That sounds unfair to me to say that. And also, the world may be at your fingertips Literally through electronic devices, exactly. like anything you want. You have a magic box like yes. right here. You can click anything you want right now, any information, anything, anything in the world, it seems mm-hmm. like, right? But despite that, it still comes down to face-to-face interactions with people. Yes, I mean, that is the so important, important thing. I think kids don't realize this, and they, they need don't. to be And they just come off this. like doofuses. You know what I mean? I mean... We just had a personal interaction with a teenager. With a doofus. We, that's what she's referring to. We can't name the doofus. Oh, God. No, 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 no. But we just had this interaction. And that's the, what she's thinking about. Yeah, it is it's true. like, oh, God. And, you know, like he wasn't not taught that, the value of like, human Not relations. that my kids are, you know, eloquent No, it's speakers. all part of the teenage tunnel. We're not blaming the kids. No, We're it's this a, is, they're, they're, a, they're just a it's teenage just adolescence. doofus. Yeah, you know? it's just adolescence. And they just don't realize yeah. how they're coming across. I was trying to remind them with this. Last one, waste less time on mindless TikTok videos, for instance, and focus more time on the TikTok sounds of the clock 
countdown of their future. Yes, that is so brilliant. It's the truth, though. I mean, how many people just you scroll, you scroll, you scroll. We all do it. Scroll, scroll. How much time are you wasting? Oh, as tons opposed of time. to time they could actually invest in something. I wish somebody taught me this when I was younger. Invest my time more wisely. Mm-hmm. I never invested money. That's why I have no money. But I didn't invest my time well either. Mm-hmm. And that's something that anybody can do, but especially kids and especially grads because they're leaving. They're launching off point, right? Yes. New, new horizons, new chapters. <laughs> Jerry has a rant. What's going on, Jerry? What's on your mind? Oh, you know, the last rant I had was open houses. Remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. Being invited to an open house, and I never met the kid before, yeah, right, giving that's money. Tough. This is about fitting rooms at clothing stores for guys, for women, but okay. they don't care about guys. These places just treat guys. Like, in, when you want to invite me to this experience, make mm-hmm. it an experience, not just a shopping excursion. Mm-hmm. Like, Karen goes in the fitting room, right? Try clothes on at all these either boutiques or chain stores, retail shop. Mm-hmm. They leave me nothing. I don't have a seat. And if I do, it's crowded. There's no inter- There's nothing to do. They don't make care. There's hangers all around. I mean, just they should cater more to the men who go with their spouses or their partners to these fitting rooms and make it a little nicer for them. Give them some space. Give them a nice seat. Give them a seat, right? Did yeah, I, isn't well, that the I, well, smart way to go? No. I, well, I, I see guys next to me. We're all just standing there, looking at our phone, give herself the, the nod. Yeah. Like, hey, stop. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, she's coming out in a minute. Yeah. The waiting room, the 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 fitting rooms that in the Valparaiso Pennies have TVs and chairs. <gasps> really? They do. Oh, I'm used to other ones where there's like yeah, even, there's nothing. There's nothing at all. I'm just standing there. I have to find a corner. Then I'm in the way. Then I get stuck like in a bra section, and I feel <laughs> awkward. And I go, "Where'd Karen go? She was just here a second ago." And the lady looks at me, and go, "I don't see you with some with some woman." And I go, "Oh, I know. She was here a second ago. Where do I stand? Where do I sit? I just feel awkward and." They You're right, make a, you've got a point there. They should make it more accommodating for the guys who are coming there with women to do some shopping. Because we're going to all spend our money together, right? They and should, it makes yeah. the experience better. It's oh, it does. And so if the guy's comfortable and your your ladies comes out like, how do I look, babe? And they also put cheater mirrors in some of these <gasps> places. There's a boutique in Valparaiso, which I do love, and I have shopped there many many times. They have a skinny mirror Everybody in there. looks good in these mirrors. It's a skinny mirror. It's brilliant. It's not fair. It's brilliant marketing. Because in that moment. I have been sucked into buying stuff that I thought looked good on mirror, me. It looks so good. We all look good. I could just, oh, now I'll stand in front of that mirror and wait for Karen. But not all stores have these fake, what was it called, mirror? A skinny, skinny mirror. mirror. Exactly. So they should have. Not fair. Not fair at all. But those do exist. But it's, it's. It's brilliant because, like I said, I've walked out with many an outfit that I thought looked good on me, and I get home, I'm like, this looks awful. And I've stood next to many a mirror just waiting on my phone, waiting for Karen to come out. Then, the, you know, as you know, your, your spouse comes out, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, comes out, and then you have to give them the nod. And you got to, are you honest with that nod at that moment? Or do you kind of like, you look good, honey, right? What yeah. Do you, what well, do you say? I mean, am I pretty honest? I don't know. See, Sometimes that's I my point. Are you biased. honest with your spouse, with your girlfriend? Do you really say how you feel like, oh, you look great? Or do you kind of be or, or brutally honest say, you know what? That doesn't look so good on you. It doesn't flatter you like it should. Mm-hmm. Or, eh, I don't know. You know, you know, if somebody was telling me, like when I was coming out, they'd say, Jerry, you look like a sausage squeezed into a casing. Take that off. Don't ever put it on again. It's not very becoming on you. Simple as that. So that's another dilemma that guys have with these fitting room experiences. Because yeah, well, you, some guys aren't as careful with their words or like like you are. What would they say? Some guys like you look fat in that. Oh, ouch! I mean, really? some men are very brutal with their significant others. That's just to save money. That's a cost-cutting measure, guys. We're I guess, but I hate. We're not going to buy that dress. Ugh, that's tired. That. Mm, that's oh well, bad. another conundrum at fitting rooms. 
That's yeah. the rant of the week. Okay. Okay, so on She Said, He Said, we broaching everything involving relationships and couplehood, dynamics between the sexes. Uh, Friendships, we, family. And what we forget, there's so many other factors that come into play with yes. relation. We didn't realize it when we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. But every time we do it, we hear from readers and viewers and listeners, and they give us an idea for something else. Oh, yeah. So fun. on future upcoming episodes soon, we're going to have a police officer's firsthand perspective of responding to calls of domestic disputes. This is when relationships go bad, <sighs> and cops are usually the first one to the tip of the spear. They have to be there and respond to these things. Yes. So we're having a police officer coming in to the studio here and talk to us about his experiences of what it is when they actually get a call mm-hmm. and they have to like break up yes. arguments and domestic disputes between two people who love each other and they want to get back together and the cop will go back a week or two later and they're back together again after getting yeah. in a major fight and calling 911. Mm-hmm. So there's always a, a darker side and of course you could always count on Jerry to bring up the darker side of anything as opposed to Karen. She's the <laughs> cotton candy part of the organization. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the dark. But I was curious what cops have to respond to so he'll be on an upcoming show. Also, uh, marriage therapist. We're going to invite a marriage therapist on the show soon to talk about the issues that couples have to go through, whether you're married or not, because therapy is important. It is and very huge. important. And if you have any questions, you can submit them uh, to us via Facebook, and we can ask this uh, professional. Yeah, I'm curious myself, and I have a few questions too. Mm-hmm. Also, one more: the complex topic of child adoption. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a colleague of mine, Mark Chase, will be mm-hmm. on the show soon, and he has two adopted children, two biological children, I believe. Yes. And everything it takes to pull that off, to make it happen. Right. And I'm just fascinated by these parents who can do that. Yeah, and I think in Mark's case, he kind of started all over again because his two biological sons are in college now, Already, right? Yeah. And his two adoptive children are—they're um, quite young. Wow. So we're going to talk to him about the complexities of adoption. Mm -hmm. One last thing, we're also going to have a pastor named Greg Lee from Suncrest Christian Church in St. John be on the show, talk about faith and family and how how to wrap those together. And a lot of families are being divided apart. And I'm curious how it works to keep a family together through faith, through Jesus, through all that. And he's going to help educate us on that because I never did that personally. And I'm curious about it. So look forward to those coming up soon on... She said, he said, please stay tuned. And we want to thank our listeners and our viewers. And we really appreciate all the time that you take to listen to our little show. Any feedback, again, we appreciate it so much. And we hope you follow, subscribe, get back with us, like, and check us out on all the platforms. Mm -hmm. Omni, Odyssey. iHeart. Apple. Google. And, of course, NWI.com to watch us visually if you care. Or if you're driving in the car, just listen to us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks again. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to She Said, He Said with Karen and Jerry Davich. Sponsored by Times Media Company and Lee Enterprises. And recorded at Creative Space in downtown Hobart. Find us at NWI.com and where you find all your podcasts. If you enjoy our show, we hope you return with your own viewpoints about couples, relationships, and the subtle or not so subtle differences between spouses, mates, partners, and potential partners. We welcome your opinions, your experiences, and especially your love lessons.